0: Howdy, and welcome to the 10-Week Bible Study. This is week one, day five of our study of 2 Corinthians. I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and today we're talking about 2 Corinthians 1, 18-24. Welcome back to the 10-Week Bible Study. Again, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs. Would you join me as we pray before we start today? Lord, would you open our eyes and our ears to hear what your word has to say to us, God. Speak to us and fill our hearts with the knowledge of you. We want to encounter you in your word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, with that, let's jump into God's word. to be reading today from the NIV. This is 2 Corinthians uh, 1, starting in verse 18. But as surely as God is faithful, our message to you is not yes and no. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, by me and Silas and Timothy, was not yes and no, but in him has always been yes. Now remember yesterday, Paul kind of set this up and he's saying, I was going to come to you and now my plans have changed. It's not because I'm fickle and it's not because I'm breaking promises. It's just, this is, this is life, right? My, my plans have changed and he's going to go on and say, I have a reason for why my plans have changed and I want to address that, but he he understands, and he's, again, I said yesterday, he's a bit of a straw man where he's building up. He's no one, I imagine, and it's possible Timothy or someone could have come from Corinth and, and said, hey, they're saying, you know, you didn't show up. And so they think you're a liar or whatever. It's possible, but it, it feels more like kind of a straw man based on what he anticipates they might say because he knows them. He spent several years with him at this point. And so he knows a bunch of them very well and has dealt with them on a regular basis. And so he's kind of cutting off maybe any arguments they might have at the past. And he's, so he's saying, you know, we're not fickle. We don't promise you things that we don't deliver on. He's like, there's, there's a good reason for why our plans have changed. Verse 20, for no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ and so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. Now it is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ. He anointed us, set his seal of ownership on us and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. This is a really important point and, and it may not seem like it fits, but what Paul is saying is we're not going to come at the same time But he's saying your faith in God is not dependent on me. It's not dependent on us coming or not coming. It's like your faith in God is is dependent on Christ, the work of the Holy Spirit in us. He's like he anointed us. He set a seal of ownership on us and he put his spirit in our hearts, in us. It's like the Lord does this. This is a really important point. We can sometimes get lost in culture wars and just different things that are going on. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't engage in those, but we can get lost and confused in the midst of those things and think that, man, if I don't do this, if I don't stand up for this, if I don't stand up for truth, then it's going to die or whatever. And and sometimes in a, a small context, that's true. Sometimes the Lord has us in a place to stand up for truth. But in the bigger general sense... If if the gospel, if Christianity was dependent on Christians' ability to articulate it and stand up for truth in the midst of trying times and all those kinds of things, Christianity would have ended a very long time ago, very long time ago. If it was dependent on us, if it was dependent on us, the, the heresy and, and manipulations of God's word and the gospel and everything— which are are rampant constantly throughout the history of christianity which they are today they would have destroyed christianity long time ago no one would even know what christianity is no one would know the name of jesus in 2022 if it were up to us but it's not up to us there's a real god and a real Holy Spirit that is, he's the one guiding and directing this ship. We're we're passengers. Sometimes we're caretakers of the ship, but he's the one in charge. He's the one guiding this thing. And so over thousands of years of, of corrupt humans and corrupt institutions and all of these things, we still know the name of Jesus. We still have the ability to... To to come into life saving, life giving salvation for eternity. Because of the name of Jesus, because of what He did for us, because we still know who He is, because it's not us in charge. And so, just as it's not super important that Paul and Silas and Timothy and Titus make it back to Corinth, he's like, if we don't make it back, it doesn't matter doesn't matter because it's not because of us that you believe in God and that, that, you know, you have life and breath. It's because of him. So even if we can't make it there, you're going to be okay because God's the one in charge of you. He's the one who put his seal on you through the Holy Spirit and will continue to guarantee the life to come in you. That's the important thing. We have to always keep that in mind is, is we are not a people about this moment. As as important as this moment is, we are a people about something that's coming. That's the most important aspect of our reality, is that there is an eternity to be had. There's an eternity to come. And we should be a people laying hold of that first and foremost. Again, the moment we're in, it's important, but it pales in comparison to the moment to come, the, the age to come. Verse 23. I call God as my witness, and I stake my life on it, that it was in order to spare you that I did not return to Corinth. Verse 24, not that the, the we lorded over your faith, but that we work with you for your joy, because it is by faith you stand firm. So we're gonna see as we go through this a little bit of what Paul's talking about, and we we know from First Corinthians that he's had some harsh things to say and he's got other difficult things to say i don't think second corinthians he's got quite as harsh a things to say as he did in first corinthians and in obviously some other letters that he's written where he's like i was really hard with you then uh he he's he's not going to get quite like that but he's i think essentially here saying some things came up and I decided, you know, I, I, what it feels like he's saying is essentially I could have stayed with what I told you. I could have stayed with that. He said, you know, I, I realized that I need to, to not stick with that original plan because you need to understand that whether I come or not, it's because of your faith that you stand firm. It's because of Jesus and the Holy spirit operating through you, that you stand not because of me. It's, it seems like he's essentially saying, "I think you need a little less of me right now, and you need to lean more into the Holy Spirit." And not that Paul will come back and figure out and be the judge between everybody and figure out who's right and who's wrong and sort all this out and figure it out. He's done that in the past, and he's saying, "I don't think that's what you need right at this moment." I'm coming. I am coming, but I've changed my plans, and and this is why. And he's saying. You know, essentially, you know, as God is my witness, this is the why that I'm I'm not coming to you because I feel the leading that you need less of me and more of Him. So I am coming, but just not at the time when I I told you. We don't have an apostle Paul in our life, but there's a lot of people are listening right now. You're watching this, you're listening to this, and I think you can relate to this. You know, you've been part of maybe a a mega church or a a really dynamic church experience, and and it can be very easy to kind of look to the the guy who's in charge of that church, look to that pastor and be like, you know, what would we do without him? You know, where would we be? And then something happens, that pastor leaves, or there's some kind of corruption or fall from grace, quote-unquote, and and then, you know, everyone that... And, and in those situations, churches, a lot of times, they, they crumble. They lose a lot of people because it's like, oh my gosh, what do we do without this person? And in reality... It's not that person. I mean, it's good to have people to look up to. It's good to have pastors that are laudable and, and praiseworthy. And, mm-hmm. and, and even when they fall from grace, that even if they were, were still uh, men or women of God that were really pursuing him with all of their heart and they got into some stuff, it's still good to have those people in our lives. But it's not because of them that, that we stand firm in Jesus. It's because of Jesus. It's because of the Holy Spirit acting in our life. It's not because of any human, but it's be, other than Jesus himself. It's, it's not because of a pastor, an apostle, a leader, whatever, whoever that is in your life. It's not because of them that we stand firm. We stand firm because of Jesus, because of the Holy Spirit acting in our life. And I know that there's just the, the number of experiences people have and the number of stories I've heard. I know that there's so many of you listening and watching. You've had that experience. Right, where there was some dynamic, you were in a dynamic church with a dynamic pastor and that ended. And it's like, oh man, what do we do? And it's in those moments that we realize, that we can realize if we lay hold of this, my faith is in Jesus, not in that that person. And that's such a freeing thing to realize that your life in God isn't dependent on that person. It's dependent on the person of Jesus Christ. And when we make that connection, that is so, so powerful. And it's something that every Christian needs to to come to that point where we don't need a Paul. We don't need a a Timothy. We don't need a a Peter. We don't need whoever in our life when we have Jesus and the Holy Spirit working through us. For the 10-week Bible study, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time.